0: As I'm getting more invitations to be a speaker and to sing at churches, I've created these shortened episodes called Music Bites. They're a sample of messages I can share related to the songs I've written that center around faith, healing, grieving, and Jesus Christ. With Music Bites, I recommend starting with the first episode first, so Wesley's song, and then going in order so that it flows better and it'll make more sense. So... I could relate to these women who really needed Jesus in their lives because they had these problems. They were in the middle. They were in the middle of their story. They hadn't had resolution. They didn't know when resolution was coming, if it was coming, how it was coming, and they were just waiting. And the only thing that could bring them comfort was the Savior. He was the only one who could understand their pain. He was the only one who could reach them. When I was 19 years old, I was a sophomore in college and one night I was chopping vegetables and I accidentally cut myself in the middle of my left hand, uh, it just kind of nicked the inside of my of my palm and I didn't bleed, but I took off enough skin that um, there was this mark in my hand. Maybe I bled a little. I just don't remember it being a big deal, but I had this mark in my hand that was there for about a week before it healed completely. And at the same time, I was a Sunday school teacher at church, and we were studying Isaiah 49, where it talks about how Jesus wears us on the palms of his hands. So how could he forget us? Because we're con- it's that constant reminder. And it was an eye-opening experience to realize how often I look at my hands during the day. I don't pay attention when they look normal, but when there's this kind of gash or, you know, mark, I realized I look at my hands hundreds of times a day and it was a really cool object lesson for me that I shared with my class on Sunday that Jesus Christ can see us on the palms of his hands hundreds of times a day. That reminder is there of his sacrifice, his love for us, his commitment to us is so huge. Um, that he has opted for the marks. I mean, his resurrected body could have been resurrected in perfect form, but he has opted to have those marks there to wear us and take us with him everywhere he goes. And, um, around that same time I was going through some hard stuff. I had had my first breakup with a boyfriend. I had broken up with him, but I was not expecting to be as sad as I was. It was just like, what how things could have been better if things had gone differently and like longing for what could have been. And so that was really hard. And I was also dealing with depression and anxiety. I'd been diagnosed the previous year, but I was still working with the psychiatrist to find the right dosage and the right medications, which can take, you know, up to six months, maybe longer. So I was just in this darker period of my life. And I wrote a song. I was playing the guitar. I've taken a guitar class at college and it's so much easier take a guitar around with you than a piano. Cause that was my first instrument was the piano. And so the guitar was great. And I wrote this song and I put little stories within it from the Bible of women that I could relate to who had had their own dark periods. The first story is in Luke seven thirty eight. It's the story of the woman who approaches Jesus when he's eating with the Pharisee who invited him to come have a meal and this woman approaches who is a well-known sinner um, and she has oil she anoints his head and she bathes Jesus's feet with her tears and the Pharisee said if you were really a prophet you would know this woman is a sinner and you would not want to be in her presence and i hope the chosen does a scene does this scene because it'll be really powerful but it's just a beautiful moment where Jesus gives the parable of the debtors and he says, if someone owes more money versus someone who owes less money, who's going to be more grateful if the creditor forgives them? This woman knows who I am and she knows her sins are forgiven. Her, and he said her sins are forgiven. She's going to be more grateful because she has sinned more. And her humility and just her ability to have that one-on-one moment with Jesus, it's like she didn't even care that the the Pharisee was there. She was just having her moment. She was taking advantage of her one-on-one moment with Jesus. And she gave it her all. And she felt, she let herself feel her feelings and she was emotional and she cried and she had that really sacred moment with Jesus. And I love that story. The second story from the song is the woman who had the issue of blood and had waited for years. She, had been, she was not able to get help from doctors and I'm sure she had lost hope countless times, and it was a hard existence. She was outcast, just like the first woman. And her ability to have the faith to be healed by touching the Savior's garment, that's an incredible story. And I can relate to her long suffering. When I was 14, I was a varsity cross-country and track runner. I also played soccer, and I got a stress fracture, and it turned into a tissue problem called bursitis and then I had this chronic pain that wouldn't go away and I was gearing up for my my new track season after soccer and I was in so much pain I was limping I couldn't run and I had to quit and I it's it was hard because it's not like I could say well I tore my ACL and I have surgery on the 18th and then I'll be back in two months I didn't know I didn't know what was going on I went to physical therapy and it didn't help I went to sports medicine doctors and they didn't know what was going on. They said it should heal. Give it like six to eight weeks. It should be better. And it wasn't better. So then I missed my spring season of track. And when you're a high school student and your sport is a really big part of your life because my friend group, they were all athletes too. And we were all doing the same events together. And so I started to feel a little bit like an outcast because I wasn't going to any of the sporting events. I... Had one of the coaches got mad at me, my running coach got mad at me because I wouldn't continue to run even though I was limping, that he wouldn't allow me to be a part of the team anymore. Um, he kind of blacklisted me. I got canceled by my high school coach when I was 14. It was very painful. And then the next fall, I wasn't ready to do cross country again because I still wasn't healed. It took four years for me to even get a diagnosis that was accurate. I got diagnosed with compartment syndrome, which is a It means that there's not enough circulations. Your tissues are too tight over your muscles. And if you don't address it and you don't get treatment, then you can have problems with circulation to the point where you have to have an amputation. So I had surgery on both of my ankles. But around the same time, I started having symptoms of deeper muscle pain everywhere, not just in my legs, and fatigue. And I was sleeping 14 hours at night. It was really strange. It was like I had mono, but my muscles were hurting too. So for about a year I was struggling with that. I was in pain so that when I would go to a theme park like Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm, I grew up in Southern California, I had to get a wheelchair because it hurt to walk that far. And I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which is joint pain, muscle pain, and chronic fatigue. I was only 18 years old and my doctor told me The, the, the rheumatologist who diagnosed me said, you will be lucky the days that you can get out of bed for the rest of your life. And I was floored. I couldn't believe he told me that I was 18. I'd just gotten into college. I had this life ahead of me and he was basically giving me a bedridden sentence. And I had this, this desire to have a normal life, to get married someday and be a mom and work and be able to accomplish more than just getting out of bed on some days. So it was really discouraging. So I could relate to these women who really needed Jesus in their lives because they had these problems. They were in the middle. They were in the middle of their story. They hadn't had a resolution. They didn't know when resolution was coming, if it was coming, how it was coming, and they were just waiting. And the only thing that could bring them comfort was the Savior. He was the only one who could understand their pain. He was the only one who could reach them. He was the only one who could heal them physically, emotionally, spiritually. He was the only one. And he was the one they were waiting for. And he was the one they believed in. So I started writing this song. And these stories from the scriptures were coming into my song. And I was so proud of myself. I wrote it on the guitar. It was my first song I'd ever written on the guitar. And the the longest song I'd ever written, I'd never really done a full song before. So I had most of a song. And I didn't know how to finish it. And I saved it, and I tucked it away in a special place. And then it sat for 16 years until Wesley died. And I had the incredible opportunity to write the first two songs because they were just... Given to me in such a special spiritual way that I w- I wondered, you know, if I went back to my this song I wrote 16 years ago, could I finish it? Because I'm in that songwriting mode. I feel creativity. I feel confidence. So I picked it up again and I added one more verse. And this verse comes from the Book of Samuel in the Scriptures. It's the story of Samuel's mother who had the prompting that she needed to take her son to the temple to essentially drop him off to be raised by somebody else so he could be raised to be a great prophet. She was giving up her son in a way. And I, I felt like this woman, like I was, my son had crossed over to the spirit world and I was having to sacrifice not having a life with him at this point because his work was on the other side of the veil. He was not with me physically and there was that pain and that longing. So the song that I wrote is called How Long and here it is.
1: Even speak his name.